0: Good morning and welcome to the podcast, I am here again a week after last and I am happy that I am here, I wasn't sure if I would be able to record this week, um, but I am, and I'm very happy that I am, still going with this, Um, this is not the first time I'm recording this, I'm going to um, say that straight away because um, I think the topic I'm talking about is, it's so hard to do it justice. And, um, I did wake up like two hours ago, so my brain isn't exactly in a tough condition but I'm gonna do my, do my best. I mean, it does make it, it... It is a bit harder, because I'm here on my own again. Um, but I just wanted to talk about something that I've been seeing around on social media and that interests me quite a bit. Um, um, it is, uh, internet-based magic. And when I say magic, I mean, like pagan magic, or neo-pagan, I suppose is a better word, seeing as it is a more recent thing. Um, But it it is very much a pagan kind of magic that people incorporate into their beliefs and their crafts, and it's something that I've been seeing expressed lately um, via the internet. And I think that's a whole interesting topic, and there's a lot to talk about. Um, And before I do that, I just want to say that paganism and um, all its facets are—it's like it's such a deep and wide topic, and everybody will have you know the different opinions of things. I think it's a very um, individual. It's a, it's a, it's you know, it's a pagan beliefs are beliefs that I think have so much room for individuality. So I think even if me and another person are thinking the same thing, I think it's it would be very hard for us both to express it in the same way. Um, so, you know, this is just my kind of perspective and what I've been seeing around. And I'm always open to discussion. Uh, if you want to talk about it, if you know in real life and you want to have a discussion, I'm open to that. If you want to comment somewhere, uh, go for it. You know, I'm always down to talking about these things. Um... And so, I think the first part of what I want to talk about um is you know the internet being used as a medium for magic on its own and its place in the kind of like um paganism or I guess the you know um make like paganism that people see rather than maybe something personal um But I think straight away, what you are met with is, um, like something very new, like internet magic is obviously something very new, because it is based on the internet, and internet itself is a very new thing. Um, and I think that stuff is only just kind of paving the way, um, for kind of more technology-based magic and all that stuff. I mean, because... You know, uh, as far as I know, a lot of most sort of pain-based beliefs are rooted in like pre-Christian times, pre-whatever times, you know, the the first kind of beliefs very much based in nature, you know, nature being the core of it and everything else coming out of it, worshipping nature and such, you know, that's kind of what paganism is known as, even though there's so many different denominations that will have their own beliefs and their own rules and such, they all kind of seem to meet there. And, you know, I think that's really interesting that, you know, some people kind of started using a more technology-based approach. And a lot of the time, technology is seen as the opposite of nature. Um, And, I mean, it's understandable why, because up until this point, um, nature had to suffer a lot in favor of technology building itself up, which I don't think is quite necessary. I think we do have the capacity to you know, have both, but up until now, I think nature, which some people obviously see as something sacred and as the core of their belief you know, we've been seeing it suffer in favor of developing technology. And, you know, the whole kind of, I guess, surroundings that the either of these are in, you see, you see technology, I think, being associated a lot with uh, the science community and therefore with atheism, which, again, doesn't have to be the case. But, you know, those are the kind of stereotypes and kind of things that you see being... Mixed in with it with technology, um, and I can totally see why. I think in a lot of the cases, you know, that is not even just a stereotype, it's gonna be true. Um, I just don't think it's you know, hard, fast rule. Um, but I think the interesting point is that the two are seen as kind of the opposites, um, and yet. There are people who, you know, consider themselves, consider themselves witches. There are people who, uh, you know, implement pagan, like, have pagan beliefs and yet kind of use the internet and the technology. And um, to me, it's just really fascinating. Um, and I, But I think because of its kind of place, you know, contrasting with, like, nature and traditional paganism. And I say traditional in quotation marks because, again, there is such a wide variety of, you know, beliefs and such, but I'm sure everybody who's listening to this kind of gets the gist of what I'm saying. Um But I think because of its contrast to, like, the traditional pagan community, it is also something met um, with a lot of scepticism, like... I think just just as, like, for example, um, electricity isn't kind of seen as a basic element in paganism, like water, fire, earth and air are, you know, again, it's kind of like a medium that's just not, not really seen as part of it. I think it's just... See this is uh, th- this is what i mean by it being kind of hard to pick to give it justice but the general idea is that i think you know it's it's such a new thing and it's something uh that might on the first sight seem as if it's coming from such a different place that you know a lot of people kind of are skeptical about it and it is a very new thing but i think the like people who kind of um are involved in it and i will like talk about it like specific examples later on So you can kind of get the idea of what I'm talking about, but I think people who do choose to have nature, I mean, to have, sorry, um, to use internet as a means through which to kind of express their magic, um, you know, I think it's a very, there are pioneers in a way because they are using something that's not very traditional and that's kind of seen in one kind of not exactly positive or not like traditional way and you know they are using it to influence the world around them they're kind of using what is around them right now in the 21st century and kind of paving a new way for it Um, which you know on its own is kind of amazing and it's kind of a rebellious thing to do but I think like the whole position of technology and internet against paganism puts kind of makes me ask a question. And it's not just um in terms of like paganism and nature and technology talk, but in general what internet is because obviously it's something very much like man made and linked to technology, but you know, if you look at it as a thing on its own um what is it you know you can you can very much research how it works but it's such a bizarre invention like me as a person born in the 90s and as a person living in the 21st century and very much interested in science it is still kind of hard for me to wrap my head around the concept of the internet on its own in a sense that, you know, it's it's something man-made coming from technology, whatever, whatever. But its qualities to me are, like, so, like, bizarre. Like, you have this invisible thing that is able to send complex messages across the world. You are able to have a normal conversation across the world. You are able to see people who are all the way, you know, on the other side of the earth. Um, and, like, all, like, so much of this information, like, that is based on Wi-Fi, it literally, like, travels through air, like, I find that just so bizarre, because it feels like, kind of, an invisible network, which is, like, it's an invisible network of, like, information, and, like, doesn't that seem, like, so similar to, you know, like, hearing people talk about, energy in terms of, like, astral planes or, like, personal energy, energy with everything around the world, like, whether you know it by its new age qualities or whether you know about it through paganism or whether you know about it from whatever the fuck else, like, doesn't that seem to have such, like, similar qualities to that, energy and the kind of, you know, the way you can use... Not used by the way you can use uh sorry the way you can try and the way the way you need intention to work with energy and all that kind of stuff right, and I think they sim they seem so similar, but for me, it's so hard to put internet in the like a certain place in my head because you know energy itself is seen as a very and I'm talking about like energy not as in calories but like like spirit kind of energy i'm not really sure how to put it but you know when you hear like mystics or like spiritual teachers talk about energy that's kind of what i'm talking about um and you know that kind of energy is seen as a very natural thing accessible without uh, a need for anything else apart from your own like sound mind maybe not sound mind too but you know kind of Something very natural to human beings and every other being and a natural part of the world and the universe and then and then you know you have internet, which I think displays similar qualities in a sense um and yet it's very kind of seen as unnatural as man made you know and and I think like it makes us questions if you put the two against each other, you know what is internet is it just uh Is it just like electricity? Is it just like, I don't know, some sort of a piece of equipment? Or is it literally like a fabricated um, sort of spiritual realm, you know? Or even what if it is a, you know, an access to a spiritual realm that's like in a very primitive state of being? And I say that because, you know, if you think like Wi-Fi, radio waves, um, electricity even you know, like pure electricity, like all that stuff is kind of based on wavelengths and vibration of particles and all that stuff, which like, I think, again, this is a whole like other topic that I don't want to get into, but um, a lot of like, especially new age teachings, they teach you about vibrations and elevating it and all that stuff. And, um, you know, me as I'm interested in both, um, always try to find sort of connecting point between the two. Um, not because just for the fuck of it, but because learning about the two, I actually see quite a lot of similarities here and there. And, you know, um, a lot of these similarities aren't things that have been actually tested or whatever, they're just kind of connections that pop into my mind. And one of them is the fact that you have, um, you have, you know, especially the New Age community, although that's not the only community talking about this stuff, um, talking about the vibrations and you know vibrations of energy happening on like spiritual plane elevating your vibrations to reach like higher planes of existence such and such and you have the kind of science and technology part that for one talks about vibrations of atoms and particles you have like electricity which is very much a physical type of energy The you know it is basically based on vibrations and then you have radio waves which are like movements of particles so to me it's it just like it's so bizarre to think about the two and try and connect them because if you think about the internet in those kind of ways in terms of waves and wavelengths and energy you know what if essentially it is just a very primitive sort of realm because it's maybe made like man made and not made perfectly, but what if it's kind of like a very primitive form of that, you know, and a very like primitive form of usage of energy? Um, and so having said all of that, um, the actual internet magic that I've been kind of seeing around and whatnot, um, I'm talking about mostly like. I've seen, for example, someone writing out a spell in, like, an internet post and saying things like, um, you know, reblog to cast the spell, like, the post to charge it. And, like, it kind of, I think, like, when you see these kind of things for the first time, especially if you haven't seen, um, like, actual witches doing that and, like, you kind of think it's basically the reblog, so you'll have you know, like for five years, whatever if you don't, you'll have by like for ten years kind of chainmail bullshit um, which this is obviously not what it is, you know, these are witches who kind of literally implement their craft into like, the internet um, but I think when you first see it, it kind of seems like a very silly thing um, but you know having said all of that which I just kind of you know, all this stuff that I just talked about. Um, Like, I think it's just very interesting because you have the element of a collective. You have a post that a lot of people are going to see that, you know, could potentially, so, you know, making the force of the spell kind of grow in power. Just how if you were a, uh, you know, a uh, pagan with, with like, some sort of very tra- traditional belief, and you had a lot of people performing in spell, that would obviously grow in power. Um, and then you have the intention, which, you know, is like the spell itself, and people casting it in its own way, um, with a certain intention, which is obviously what a lot of people do in their and craft anyway. You know, if you're going to do a spell, if you're going to... Uh, do some sort of craft work with a specific intention that is going to be a core part of it because the energy has to go somewhere. You're trying to direct it in a specific manner. And, you know, I think the internet being such a new thing seen and as seen as something disconnected very much from, like, natural paganism and where their source of power is supposed to be coming from, um... It's, it's very easy to kind of, um, just kind of look through it, not, you know, not really, um, it's very easy to kind of disrespect it as a practice, but like it gives like the internet gives such things, such witchcraft, such a platform because you have so many people kind of connecting all over the world to something and, and so many people having a specific intention. I mean, at the end of the day, if we consider the internet to be a collective of ideas, which in its own way it is, and, you know, if it's just kind of like a connecting point for loads of people to connect their minds and intentions, like, collectively, isn't it kind of, you know, just a propeller for, for, you know, people to direct the the actual energy and the actual magic i mean you know we as humans have developed very complicated um speech for example we you know our ways of communication are quite complicated compared to other beings on this planet and you know we use things like such as paper you know to write down things and there is nothing i think in natural world on its own, that would understand words, you know, I could say uh, anywhere, I could say wealth, for example, and use it somewhere in a spell. But you know, that word on its own means nothing It's the kind of intention behind words. Um, and, you know, paper that, for example, maybe you can burn or do whatever with. Um, it's just kind of a medium to express that. So having said that isn't you know, the internet, just kind of a place to put the intentions and the words that have certain meanings in them and just kind of give them the power to circulate. And, you know, maybe you can't really burn the internet, for example, to burn some sort of an idea or an intention or a meaning that you have written down. But when people, if you have a person seeing a post such as, um... This is a spell for good fortune for a specific kind of community. Um, like it to charge it, reblog it to cast it. It's not so much important that, I think, it's not so important that, you know, the whole like and reblog, repost, save, whatever, are like such a popular kind of thing to do that nobody thinks twice about it. It's just is the fact that once you, if you're a witch who believes that kind of thing, if you're a person who believes that kind of thing, and you go to a post like that and you reblog it with an intention of casting the spell, it doesn't matter that it's like, it seems like, you know, something totally disconnected or something that has usually a totally different meaning because your intention in that moment is going to be one thing and if you're a witch who you know believes in craft and energy and that's magic work believes in magic and directing it then all it matters is that your intention is one you know is is you have a certain intention and is going to be manifested in whatever you're doing because that's kind of what you feel and you kind of believe um I hope that makes sense i'm I think this is like such a difficult thing to explain but I think just what it goes down to is not um, so much that the medium is important, but, you know, kind of what goes on inside you. And if, in, you know, if internally there is magic working, then it doesn't, it shouldn't matter so much what kind of medium you put it through, I think. Um, and so I think in that way internet gives way to like so much more f like force and things circulating around and obviously it has its pros and cons and that's like a- another conversation that I think is um not for now. But I just it's just something that I find really fascinating because it's such a new thing and it's using something you know, something completely different, something completely new in its own way. And, you know, it's it's just a really fascinating topic. I think it just makes you think about where kind of magic comes from and the workings kind of, the internal workings behind it. Um, because in the same way, I think, you know, there there must be some people who... Don't like to use any material tools. Um, all their magic consists of is, you know, their internal workings, their internal visualization, internal um, kind of uh, like internal sensations that come with it, you know, where they want to internally put something out and they don't like need to write anything down on paper, they don't need to bury anything, they don't need to use crystals, they don't need to u- do any of that kind of stuff. And, um, in a sense, also, you know, that's kind of, again, connects to using the internet and using posts, because it's, like, very kind of... It just uses mental like mental works and internal works a lot more, I think, and it's... Like, I still, I think that is a medium of itself, so it's not the same as not using any medium at all because you kind of have the physical confirmation that you've done something, I think, which for a lot of people helps strengthen it and, you know, it works for some people. But, um, yeah, I think what I'm mostly getting at is that um, it's easy to dismiss it as something um, that doesn't work or because it's, like, i don't know if i can call it popular culture i mean it's just something that loads of people use and not for that kind of purpose and because of the connections made to technology it's seen as a very like anti-natural anti-pagan thing obviously not by everybody but i think that's generally how it seems and i think like i myself still kind of try to wrap my head around it and there was definitely i definitely had these kind of ideas before you know that is very kind of anti um and yet you know, it's, it kind of, if you think about it, it really brings forth the basic, I'm oh, sorry, the kind of basic qualities of witchcraft, which I think, you know, start very much internally. And again, not for everybody. Um, like, magic will be so different to everybody, but I think these are just basic qualities that people who are pagan And also, like, new age, but people, you know, because a lot of new age people kind of um, use the kind of direction of energy and, like, for example, the whole good attracts good kind of thing, having positive thoughts to attract positive things, you know, all that is like kind of internal magic, I think. Um, And even though people will have different definitions of what magic is, I think, to me, personally, it kind of falls under that umbrella of having, like, specific intention and using it and directing it somewhere. Um, and in that sense, I think it all really starts internally, and internet is just one of the ways of manifesting it. Um, but I also think it is like another thing is that I like, I quite like seeing when people use it in a very Popular culture kind of way, um, I kind of put the two alongside each other, um, just because I think it's a very, um, fuck you. I'm gonna kind of, um, do my own non-traditional thing, like thing to do. Um, if that makes any sense at all, but like there was um, like the, there was a post going around during an election, which I, like I might have mentioned already. I don't know. I've been doing this for like half an hour. Um, but when the American election was going on, like, there was a post that was kind of saying, um, yeah, I think I did talk about it, like, the one about casting Trump, uh, whatever, um, you know, it was like a, it was like a very real thing happening, and I mean, obviously, m- like, people's practices are connected to the things happening in their life currently, obviously, but because it was such a collective and open thing to do, like, everybody was like, oh, fuck Trump. And then, you know, the fact that it was like a spell going around, it, it wasn't just like, oh, guys, fuck Trump. It was an actual post made, an actual effort made, um, an actual, like, belief that people had implemented into something that was happening publicly that was basically like, um, fuck Trump. And, you know, it, it was made into magic and, you know, that was, it's just, those are just really, like, nice things to see, like, but I think that's just me, <laughs> like, I like, for example, things like traditional, like, gods and traditional religious figures being shown in a very modern light, um, especially swearing, <laughs> um, but having said that, um, there was one specific post that caught my attention, and I am going to read the whole thing, And because I'm reading the whole thing, I am going to say um, that it was made, um, I need to give credit, so it was made by a person called Sado Economist from Tumblr. And, like, I haven't looked at the, like, the rest of the content properly. I don't know who they are, I don't know what kind of person they are, I don't know what they believe. Um, I just saw this post, and, like, whether you believe this is true or not, like, I'm not saying I believe it or i don't believe it like i just think the concept of it is very um like interesting just on its own so the post reads folks i need to warn you i've been seeing a sudden urge of use of the word thought and i'm concerned by the way if i'm pronouncing like thought wrong like t-h-o-t like i'm sorry (laughs) you are very welcome to laugh at me um We've recently seen at least one ancient Egyptian deity resurrected through meme magic. Thoth is a significantly more powerful member of the pantheon than Keck, and the consequences of summoning him may be even more drastic than the rebuff of Keck – Brexit, Trump winning the election, a series of celebrity deaths. The phrase, return the balance for it radiates an obvious mystical power, and it may herald that Thoth will come to preside over 2017, as Keck has presided over 2016. The will possibly refer to the millions of mummified ibises buried in honour at his main temple in Kumon, uh, sorry, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that properly. By reblogging that post, he may be unknowingly beseeching this ancient and powerful being to repay the thousands of years of sacrifices humanity once offered him. What form that may take, we can only speculate. Although it's possible that Thoth has been with us for a while, his name in Greek letters is... And I don't know how to read these letters, so I'm sorry. Um, but they basically like look like OWO, which is like a well-known meme, <laughs> which clearly ref, which clearly, which is clearly referenced in the OWO. Oh, what's this meme? As the inventor of, as the inventor of both magic and science and keeper of all wisdom, forth assuredly does know what this is, but I'm sure we won't to find out. Um, I'm also concerned that Foth's wife, Ma'at, may be connected to the frequent seemingly compulsive and superfluous use of the word mate or M8 in memes. Please be careful with your memes, they may hold hidden arcane power. Now, obviously, (laughs) I think reading that, um, like, a lot of people just kind of went, what the fuck are you talking about? This is bullshit, like, these are just memes, but... And again, I'm not saying I believe it or I don't believe it, but I think the concept is so fascinating because Um, you know, I like a lot of the time people will say that like um intention is kind of crucial in like casting spells and like working magic, but at the same time you will have some people that will say, Well sometimes it doesn't work like that, you know, certain um certain sigils or like certain runes, certain words have kind of like a power of their own and you know we are also not all powerful beings we can't always direct energy exactly where we want it to you know there is kind of there are high powers at work um so you know there there's two kind of um sides of the coin to that but i think you know if that was if that did, if that did turn out to be true um i just think it would be so funny <laughs> like yeah tragic but also so funny and so interesting that something that we see as something totally not serious you know and again like that is probably part of why people wouldn't see internet magic as serious because it's internet you know who fucking takes internet seriously um you know that's something taken so something that is so not serious that people so do not take seriously and used to joke around is all of a sudden put in like a serious context um And something that could, like, bring some sort of an effect on the world in terms of magic. Um, yeah, god. (laughs) I just find that whole thing interesting and, like, there is so much, like, to talk about, I think, in terms of this. Like, I barely scratched the surface, but, you know, this is just, like, I'm kind of going off things that I've seen around and something that i've done brief research on in terms of just kind of looking at the stuff that people write but in terms of like the way different people use it like there's so much to talk about um and i will probably come back to it at some point um which will be fun um again i like i'm sorry if um like half the stuff i said especially at the beginning made no sense um (laughs) but you know um this whole podcast is a work in progress, first of all. Second of all, I am here on my own, and I did just, like, wake up. <laughs> and it's, I think it's hard to talk about something so in-depth um, on your own and just kind of gathering the thoughts. Um, but, you know, I did my best, and I hope um, it was at least somewhat interesting. And, I, again, I'm so totally open for discussion. I totally This is something I totally want to talk about and hear people's different opinions on it. Because, like it's just a never endless well of whatever, and I can always learn something from this. I'm very much down to learning things um this like this like it interests me to no end um and so before like I close the podcast, um it is time for the much anticipated l g b t um news from Poland um to be fair i don't have um that much to go off this week, but um I did see one article um basically there has been um a process a pro well wow, that was that sounded very fresh <laughs> i'm sorry there's been a process in the court happening in poland um in terms of a person called adam Z um who has allegedly um, murdered a woman called Eva Tillman. I don't know a lot about like this um, whole process on its own. Like I've just heard of it in terms of like LGBT kind of theme. Um, So I didn't even know it happened until I saw kind of like an article or like on an LGBT campaign page. But, um, what happened was um so the the whole like hearing has been happening in court, and um the court said that um there can't be like a live um a stream or whatever you call it uh, on t v um but what happened was the like different television networks streamed it with like a few minutes um, like, a few minutes late, so, like, I don't know, like, something that you see on TV, like, has already happened five minutes ago or so, um, and I think they did that so that they could bleep out, like, the names, the addresses, and so on and so on, um, which, um, TVP Info, or TVP Info, um, has fucked up tremendously, they basically failed to, um, bleep out this man's like address, um, like that. So many other things. Like basically, what happened? He was outed because of that whole thing, um, and so have like his partners been outed? Um, there've been names of like his previous partners. There's been like um, his Facebook. His Facebook password was said, um, and so obviously, and of and apparently also um like. He's, like, really graphic sexual history has been mentioned or so, and so obviously now now he's been out and all the people that he's been with have been outed publicly, um, as well as, like, his address, his family's address. I think some of his partner's address, but I might be wrong on that. And, like, basically they just failed to do their job and bleep out all the sensitive information. Um, And I don't think, like, I don't know this court case that well. Like I've only just heard about it because of that, um, but like I don't think it was like a homophobic act. I think it was just this television network being bad at their job. Like I know, I think, TVN 24, TVN 24, or like one of the uh, TVN networks also did like the same stream and they managed to, you know, kind of leap everything out like they should. Um, so you know it's just a case of them not doing their job properly, and um like it's it like it's not even i mean it's double bad because um like gay relationships seem to be concerned, and obviously in Poland that's not you know it's not exactly safe to be out um not always, and so it's double bad because all like all these people involved are like now out in the daylight. Um, and their privacy has been disrespected. Um, But it's also bad just in general for anybody if, you know, a TV network does that sort of thing at, like, any court process. And, like, the most ridiculous thing is that I think one of the, like, managers of the network or someone involved is, like, blaming the judge for talking about sensitive information and giving out surnames and such, which is completely ridiculous. Um, There have been concerns um, about the fact that it's been like there's been so many details given in the hearing or like the case like whatever but I mean at the end of the day (laughs) it's not really the judges job to censor it Um, so it's pretty tragic sorry I had to uh, cut off there for a second uh, because I was a little bit interrupted while I was recording Um, but that's all I wanted to say Um, that's all the, that's pretty all the news I have, um, so I just wanted to close the podcast and say thank you for listening, uh, I hope, you know, any of that made sense, and I hope I opened some conversation, uh, at least, and, um, I'll see you next week, thank you.